0: The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only.
1: Hi there. We're back with another episode of Ask the Landlord with our favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York, Pittsburgh, Lafayette, Louisiana, and Washington, D.C. renter. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. If you want to be involved on this podcast and you have a question for Albert, call us and leave us a voicemail on the Ask the Landlord hotline. That number is 646-580-3015. How's it going today, Albert?
0: It's going well, Melissa. How's it going?
1: It's going great. And I think we're going to ask you a question that your experience is going to help you answer. And I hope it's going to help other people. Are you ready? Yes. All right. I want to know, what are some important tasks I can do as a homeowner is to upkeep my home. I'm talking regular maintenance one should be doing. And does that apply to renters as well? Or is that a whole nother category?
0: Yeah, it's a good question, Melissa. I think it does apply to renters as well i think it applies to everyone living in a home you know i think that there are certain things that need regular maintenance i think for example your dryer vent Ooh. you know you're a homeowner you got to be cleaning out your dryer vent because it could cause a fire you know so you're like oh i need to make like a list of things like that and what's the cadence of that right
1: mm-hmm.
0: um Another thing that we used to do, and I do with my buildings and my my house, I used to do is the I used to have like a guy, a sewer clean out guy. So, you know what happens is you people flush things down the toilet or the drain that shouldn't be flushed down the drain, and that gets backed up sometimes. So what, I, what I've, in my experience as a landlord, it's like, oh, you know, all of a sudden you'll have a problem with it, sewer line is backed up, and you're like, I don't want, and then it's causing a backup in the house or in the apartment, and I don't want to have that problem. So what I did was I, I got like a regular, like every 90 days, I have the sewer guy come and clean out the sewers, and they have a thing. So you could pay them in advance for like a service, and you're like, oh, it doesn't, that they come every three months and it's much cheaper than them coming when you have an emergency and mm-hmm. it's also cheaper obviously than the than the damage caused by something like that so you know you gotta anticipate things like that you know your smoke detector batteries you're checking Ooh. them I know these days they have smoke detectors and it's carbon
1: monoxide, monoxide
0: detectors oh. that you don't have to charge or or whatever but you generally want to have like a schedule of how you change the batteries if there are batteries or how you change the smoke detectors if there are those because very often people will put them in and never look at them again i'm like but you got to put it on your calendar that's
1: a good point how do you
0: do that you know um your heating system before the heating season you sort of want to make sure that it's going to be okay not when you get to the heating system or your air conditioning you're like oh it's july and i'm hot and the thing's not working i'm like you could have checked that in now the problem with doing this in july or for your hv your air conditioning or your heating in december is that everybody has that problem right in the so- at the same time so you were like Let me check, make sure everything's working in, you know, two months before Mm -hmm. so that I'm in good shape when the season comes and I don't have to, you know, have an emergency Mm
1: -hmm. when I need it. Air filters also is a good one.
0: Someone told me about that yesterday. Someone was in my office said, Albert, you know, I have a tenant and they wanted me to change the water filter in the refrigerator. Whose responsibility <laughs> is that?
1: That's a good question.
0: I'm like, uh, well, I think it's the land if it's unspoken, meaning if it's unsaid mm-hmm. specifically, it's really, and the tenant is using the refrigerator how it's supposed to be used. It's the landlord's responsibility to take. That's my
1: experience. Ooh, we bought those.
0: However, <laughs> if it's in the lease, like. That you have to replace that as a tenant, you should, you know, now this is something that if you're renting to somebody or if you're a homeowner or if you're a renter, you want to kind of figure out, Hey, this, uh, HVAC system has a filter who's supposed to replace that. You should know. I'm telling you now, right? Like how often
1: I just, (laughs) when we were in Pittsburgh, we had, we did everything ourselves but i never even honestly i didn't even think to ask the landlord for a new water filter
0: or a new or the air ac filter. filters i didn't i'm or who's going to clean the dryer vent
1: that yeah um, no one did that
0: <laughs> these
1: right? are really important little things that you know they could be called slippers like they slip through the cracks and you don't think about them we should write a manual for everyone out there cuz the yeah. carbon monoxide one is so important out, my husband's been researching and he wants to spend a lot on these um wa- uh smart smart they smart home ones and they're great because then they'll send a notice to your phone they're so but you there have new, to
0: there are new smart home things now also with leaks have you have you seen that
1: with a leak uh, I don't know I have to ask a phone a so friend. my <laughs>
0: my someone i know and this is a new thing I'll tell you um, okay their insurance, they bought a new house and they called me and they said, like, Al, the insurance company wants me to install leak detectors hmm. and I have to show them proof that I have them installed. And I said, that's a new one. This is new. <laughs> so I said, okay. Uh, and it's not a big deal, but they want you to now. So we talked about the sump pump in an earlier episode, but- as an example, you could, you know, there are areas that are that like, let's say next to your boiler, you know, if a pipe breaks or something in the basement, you could have a flood without knowing about it, right? Mm-hmm. If you're away or a pipe, let's say the, the weather is very cold, which we'll, we'll talk about also in a second I, I, that you're making me think of <laughs> is that, but you could put a little thing that notifies you on your cell phone if there's a leak and shuts the water.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Now your insurance company is in, in concerned because they spend less by putting like a a, a forty dollar thing, they are saving thousands of dollars, right, of not having to pay. So those are things that are interesting today. To your point, where you could have, you know, you could have it on your phone. You know, mm-hmm. you could have a alert system or something that shuts uh, the water. You know, so now you're probably going to look into that. So
1: um, I'm writing it down.
0: <laughs> you should. So leak leak detection system. Yeah. You know, and there are there are a couple of key places that you would put it. You know, like on your water main or something like that. You know,
1: Yeah, near a washer, dryer, a yeah. washer.
0: Something that happens that you and I should discuss, which has happened to me and people that I know. The, And you're not going to know this until you know it. I'm telling you now, okay? Mm-hmm. It's very important. So let's say you're in the Northeast and it gets very cold. And you're all of a sudden your water stops working.
1: Oh,
0: no. Why did that happen? Because your pipes froze.
1: Oh, boy. So how do we so fix what it? What do we do? Does anybody,
0: does anybody know, I mean, you know, water actually expands when mm-hmm. it freezes?
1: Right, ice.
0: So that breaks the pipes. Crack. So now, what happens is, so let's say you're in a house and it's very, very cold, like zero degrees outside. And all of a sudden, your water stops working because the pipes are frozen and then, Now you're like, oh, okay, I'll just wait for it to unfreeze. But what really happens very often is that the water inside the pipe that froze breaks the pipe.
1: Sounds terrible. Now how do we avoid this?
0: Now imagine this, which really happens that you're you went to Florida for a week Mm -hmm. in the winter and it got super cold, and you're like so happy that you're not in the cold weather, but your house is at home and your water's not working, your pipes froze, and then all of a sudden it unfroze and it broke. And your house is destroyed because of a water pipe burst. You're like, how do I? So, you know, you have to you have to think about you have to add, you know, you have to know where your pipes are, make sure that they're insulated from the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things you should check. Like you brought it you brought it up. You're like, how do I well, you could check that. We have a house, for example, that we don't go to in the winter sometimes, so we drain the pipes, winterize.
1: Meaning you turn them off? You turn off yeah. the water?
0: Turn off the water and drain the pipes so that there's no water in the pipes. hmm Because old house, so the, the pipes were like on the outside, more not insulated as they should in the walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it gets really cold so like i like i have someone that also that i know also there's ways to like you could look it up on the internet you could leave the water trickling a little bit dripping, things like that's that when it's very right so that it stays a little warmer but those are those are things you 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 have to think about like what happens in extreme weather hot or cold
1: would you keep your heat on in the house if you leave yes. to yes
0: yes i would keep it on to there's you know a 55 degrees or certain minimums okay. but then again so you should look into that like what makes sense to do cuz you wouldn't you wouldn't you would make sure that the house is not freezing for those reasons like things break in extreme temperatures but then again let's say you had the house at 60 mm-hmm. for example the heat so you're like oh i'm saving money because i'm p- put leaving the house on 60 that's fine but that might work for where so let's just Let's just reality game, right? So your heat detector, let's say, Alan, right, has – you're looking at your phone. Mm -hmm. And these days, right, you could control your heat from your phone. Let's just say. So the temperature gauge for the heat is somewhere, let's say, in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. right? And that controls, let's say, the whole house. But that's in the middle of the house, the kitchen, heat thermometer thing so that's only telling you the temperature in that room at that time
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but let's say you have a room that's further away from that that's really cold because it gets drafty or it's next to a porch that's a whole different thing Mm -hmm. you you don't know the temperature in that room Uh oh. so you have to think about that
1: definitely now i gotta get a nest in every room
0: (laughs) but you know i so also, it's important to understand, like, how is that working? How does the heat work off of that thing? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I was in buildings where the, the guy, they put a thermo- thermometer that controls the heat, but the thermometer was, like, in the boiler room, so it was too hot all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So the, so that's you have to realize how the systems in your home work so that they're going to work most efficiently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And to protect yourself against such things, extreme weather, you know, What happens to your house in the snow? What if there's two feet of snow? Right. You know, do you have a roof? Uh, How does the snow sit on the roof? Um,
1: The gutters. Where does the water
0: go? Are the gutters cleaned out?
1: Right. I know. A lot of maintenance.
0: In the fall, let's say you have trees on your property, over your roof. The trees, the leaves go into the gutters, and then the gutters get clogged, they don't drain. You didn't clean them out. Then it snows or rains. Then it snows. It freezes. And you like it's not draining right. It's not supposed to be draining this way. You're causing problems that you don't you didn't, you know, you didn't know you had. So those are things that you want to make sure that the systems you have are working the way they're supposed to work and that, you know, they're they're being maintained in a way that they can work when you're not there. Mm-hmm. So being proactive and thinking through those things are very important.
1: Yeah. Another uh, thing about-
0: Doing it in advance also, Melissa, because-
1: Definitely. You got to remind
0: yourself like, oh, it's going to be cold and I want to make sure that the heat's working or it's going to be hot. I want to make sure the air conditioning's working. Do that before the whole world does it.
1: Yeah. That's off season. Take care of it off season. But another really quick anecdote is- uh, decks so we looked at a house that had a deck like a wooden deck on the outside and i was like i have no idea about decks is this maintained well and so i started doing all my research and i think if you're renting that's a really good communication to have with your landlord of do i have to shovel this snow off this deck right away are you gonna seal it and clean it once a year like it's supposed to because that's that's a safety issue at that and point and
0: then you put that into the lease ideally or yeah. have an understanding about how that's going to work and put it yeah. in writing so you could refer back to it.
1: But it's something, again, just everything, look out for, do your research, use the internet, ask, ask your fellow landlords, ask the podcast.
0: I think prepare, anticipate, do things before they become a problem, proactive, mm-hmm. uh, what do you say, uh, preventative maintenance, those are things.
1: Definitely. Yeah. All right. That was great. I have to look up leak detectors, and then I also have to look up how to drain my pipes, that's something I need to look up. So thank you so much, Albert. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at Ask the Landlord and check out his TikTok at Ask the Landlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.